We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Mark Hockman. My favorite ice cream truck treat is Cheetos. Channing Crowder. Hey, hey, Sugarfoot. I wake up, I piss excellence. Alejandro Solana. February. You sound like asthma. I'm naked right now. All right. And moving on. Sports. Someone texts in, they want to know if you'll honk your horn. How about that? Now, why did Deerfield Beach proclaim a Channing Crowder day? No idea. Don't throw eggs in my house, Crowder. More sports. Give me that donkey button and big old legs. I ain't too proud to dig. No, I would never doo-doo here at the station. The most sports. You telling me you don't want to grab a beer in the middle of the night. And you know what I want for Hanukkah? I want a cameo from Aiken and Dove. The Hockman and Crowder extravaganza begins now. I have placed our bets for Sunday. We've been tracking these lines all week. It's how we started Monday's show, and I've started just about every show tracking the lines for Sunday, uh, and I put the bets in this morning when I looked at them, Crowder, because yes. you kind of said yesterday, first of all, you agreed with Pizzoli yesterday on Eagles minus two and a half, and the Bengals, they were getting a point on Monday. We never put it in. It went all the way to Bengals minus two and a half. Now it was Bengals plus one and a half, so I put it in. Mm-hmm. And then, did you see the uh, the video of uh, Patrick Mahomes working out or practicing today? No, what happened? Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> They're going to beat him no, by 30. Jack. Casey's going to beat him by 30. <laughs> Hawk, Hawk, I'm telling he seemed you, to be fine. This man dancing around with no pressure on him is different than big-ass dudes trying to knock the hell out of you. He's not going to be the same. Well, anyway, we have put our bets in. Bengals plus one and a half. Eagles minus two and a half. Uh, UM fired Josh Gaddis, the OC, after just one season. Going to talk with John Michaels about that this hour. And uh, so here's what you got. You got the Heat and the Panthers back in action tonight. It's been a couple days off. You got the Pegasus tomorrow at Gulfstream. Biggest horse race of the year in South Florida. I'll be there. Conference championship games on Sunday, and my wife is out of town. So this could be the greatest weekend ever. (laughs) It's going to be good. (laughs) What you got planned? We got a big weekend. What you hitting the streets? Yeah, I'm hitting the streets of sunrise tonight for a little Panthers hockey. Normal 7 o'clock start. And then uh, tomorrow I'll be at Gulfstream all day for the Pegasus. And <laughs> Sunday I'll be on my couch watching football all day. So very, very excited yeah. for the normal 7 o'clock start tonight in Sunrise, Panthers and Kings. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a couple – well, I'll, I'll let Solana get to it all in the headlines because I, I bet he's got Tua and Barkov and everyone else. So let's, uh, let's start today's show, a football Friday. There's only two football Fridays left. Uh, unless you count Pro Bowl week as a football Friday. But that's really going to be an all-star Friday because we're going to be at the uh, 
the uh, all-star game uh, skills competition next Friday. Anywho, and let's a flag uh, football game now, so right, let's not count that. Right, and two is not cleared to play in it. <laughs> That's not. I'm not laughing at it, but that is kind of funny that he's not cleared to play in a flag football game. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. Those guys are rough out there, too. Stay over here with me. Uh, So let's get headlines here. Start out the uh, Football Friday Friday show with Alejandro Solano. Doesn't know what to do with himself. Got an extra half hour tonight. The sports update. It's driven by the new Palmetto Ford (laughs) Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We know trucks. Happy Friday, gentlemen. And to you, my friend. Thank you. So um, I will start with Tua Tungavailoa because that's the news that I just saw a couple moments ago, and I think it's big news, and I sent out a push notification, so I don't want to mislead our audience. (laughs) (laughs) That's good for you, truth in advertising. Uh, So according to ESPN. We still do push notifications? Yeah. Yeah, How come I don't get those? So when the Odyssey app, um, there was a, a big update a couple months ago. I don't know if you remember. And I regretted the question when he said, so when? After he got to when, <laughs> I immediately regretted my question. So when the Odyssey app had this major update a couple months ago. And, so uh, someone conceived of the internet in 1965, <laughs> and they thought to themselves. <laughs> they changed the way that you, uh, that you subscribe to shows and channels and radio stations and you probably just never resubscribed to 560 WQM. But those who did, those responsible listeners, they get push notifications. I subscribed to 560, I think. Well, you probably didn't, unfortunately. <laughs> no, but oh, I do. Wow. Okay, I mean, you probably didn't. Or hmm. you have push notifications off from the Odyssey app. It's one or the other. There's no other... <laughs> okay. There's no other possibility. I mean, the easier answer would have been, well, you probably have notifications turned off. <laughs> Instead, we got a whole history of apps. First, there were potato skins. <laughs> then apps became electronic. <laughs> According to, to, uh, to ESPN. You know why Solana's on edge today? What's that? Today is National Today's National Chocolate Cake Day. Oh. So, you know, he's it just it's he's on edge all day. He obviously probably couldn't look at his mom in the face this morning and it's just it's this is a rough day in the Solana household, but we'll forge ahead. It doesn't slow me down, Jack. It's okay, Solana. Let's get going, man. I got you back. Okay. <laughs> That is the concussion protocol question. If I gave you this frozen cake, what would you do with it? And if you can't answer it, you're still in the protocol. In the oven at 280, 310. All right, he's got another month at least. Uh, we'll be back here. <laughs> Doctor, I'll see you back here in a month. This is worse than we thought. <laughs> Can I just get to the Tua story? I mean, are you guys done? Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, my bad. (laughs) (laughs) Tua remains in the concussion protocol. It's a rough time of year for Solana because you know what this coming Wednesday is. Oh, 
Is that February? It is February 1st. This is a rough few days oh, for Solana and the Solana. family. Yeah. Tua remains in the concussion protocol <laughs> almost a month after he sustained that concussion against the Green Bay Packers and will not participate in next week's Pro Bowl games. Now, I, I think if you read Marcel Louis Jacques' column on it, I mean, I, I think they're being extremely deliberate with him. So I, I, I'm not necessarily certain there's anything really to worry about. I think that they are being extremely deliberate. Over a month? That that Very game, so, well, that, was, that, was, yeah. that was the Christmas game, right? The Packers game. It was a while ago. Over a month. That it's concerning. And I'm with I'm with you, Hawk. Like why, you know, why? It's almost like they had a chance to get to the playoffs. Oh, they did. Had a chance to win the playoffs. Oh, they did. Like it is this is concerning. I know what you're saying with being cautious because it's, you know, a number of one uh, concussions he's had, but over a month in concussion protocol, this has to be an NFL record. <laughs> it is it is a long time. It is a long time. This is a record. No one else has been in the concussion protocol for a month, Hawk. A month. He did set a lot of records this year. People have broke their bones and played in less than a month. Mm. And then the other big news from today, the Canes, they officially have moved on from offensive coordinator Josh Gaddis. He's fired. All right. Talk with John Michaels in the next segment. Heat magic tonight at the completely regular time of a Friday night game, 8 p.m. <laughs> Not a regular time. It's an odd start. Not an unordinary time to start a basketball game <laughs> on a Friday night in Miami whatsoever, the 8 p.m. tip-off tonight. I don't think unordinary is a word. I think it's inordinary. Hmm. That did sound funny. <laughs> yeah, and he stumbled on it. Yeah. The Panthers, they play the LA Kings tonight. Early tip, uh, early puck drop at seven. <laughs> oh, you shook, you shook him. Damn. <laughs> like everything, it's like uh, Austin Powers. He's like early chocolate cake at seven. What? He <laughs> shook. Solana, I got your back, man. I'm here for you. You good? Cane hoops. They'll play pit. Wait, you you passed over the big Panther story. That's right, Barky. He's an alternate for the All-Star game, so he'll be playing in Sunrise uh, next Saturday? Yep. Saturday, Saturday yep. night? Awesome. Alexander Barkov has been added to the roster for All-Star weekend. This is his second All-Star game, and he replaces Austin Matthews from the Leafs, who is injured. Kane Hoops, they'll play Pitt tomorrow, 4 p.m. in Pitt. All right. And uh, speaking of Canes hoops, yesterday, Canes women's basketball team, they beat Boston College 86-65. to Blew them out. All right. Damn. Let's go. They'll play at Wake Forest on Sunday, 2 p.m. tip-off. <laughs> Y'all are a basketball school. <laughs> I mean, uh, well, listen, we're getting things right, though. They got rid of Josh Gaddis. We're getting things right. Just firing a person, that, that makes it better? All our big moves are off-season moves. <laughs> Why'd you say that with pride? <laughs> it's it's not pride. I've just been beaten down the last few years. <laughs> okay. It's weird, though. You don't give a damn about the transfer portal, recruiting. No, nothing. you know, I'm, I'm out on it. I really am. I, I was yeah. going to tell John Michaels, like, I'm, I'm out on it. I don't – the the Cormani mclean thing, it just didn't even register with me because I don't care anymore. I just want to see wins on the field. 
Yeah, yeah. I was I was fed up with those star ratings a long time ago. Now with the transfer portal, it's it's getting too much. Right, right. Now so it used to be that you would get excited over a five star recruit, and now you would get excited over a transfer portal signing, or you'd mm-hmm. get super disappointed over a transfer portal entry from someone from your squad. And it's just it's it's too much already. I don't know who's out there anymore. I'll let you know when I see them play on the field. <laughs> Teach me your name. Teach me your name on Saturdays. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Um, and your NFL Sunday schedule: Eagles Niners is at three, and then the Chiefs will play the Bengals six thirty p.m. All right. Yeah, Asia's starting this planning for Sunday. I'm gonna have to put the down on her. She's just lying. she's slipping in little things she has to do. Oh, I wanted to go play tennis Sunday afternoon. Okay, well, you better find somebody to watch these kids. <laughs> yeah, so what is it, uh, 3 and 6.30, Solana? Yeah, 3 and 6.30. All right. Hey, hey, does Lori have a plus one to this event she's hitting? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Asia wants to spend a lot of time with the Snyders in Philadelphia. <laughs> She's friendly. <laughs> um, your weather from the Demesman and Dover Law Firm, your accidentattorneys.com, free consultations, 24-7, more. A little chilly this morning when I yeah. woke up. It's like uh, in the low 60s down in Kendall. Tonight, the lows will drop back down into the mid-60s as well. Right now, though, it's only around 70 degrees in South Florida. All right, very good. John Michaels is going to join us in the next segment. Huge Hurricanes fan. I want to get his take on uh, Josh Gaddis. But also, I want to talk to him about the football games this Sunday and Bam Adebayo. You know, he's a huge Heat fan. Um, Three o'clock hour, Lee Sterling is going to join us. And he'll give us some picks for the weekend. And uh, at some point before six o'clock, we will celebrate National Chocolate Cake Day. I don't know how. Well, we will celebrate it at some point before 6 o'clock, so don't go anywhere. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. I love my canes. Hawk and Crowder. I'm selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Imagining I'm not the only person when I saw the news this morning that Josh Gaddis was let go by the University of Miami. I can't be the only person on this show that said, huh, I wonder what John Michaels thinks of that. <laughs> he wrote the petition. You didn't get right. it. So I, uh, I texted him and I said, well, let's find out because I haven't spoken with him other than via text. So he's on the Toyota of Hollywood hotline. John Michaels hosts mornings on 680 The Fan in Atlanta. He's a huge University of Miami fan. And I do want to talk NFL and Miami Heat with him. But uh, what is your opinion, and I kind of know what it is, but what is your opinion on UM firing Josh Gaddis after one season? Well, gentlemen, first of all, it's good to hear your voices in 2023. I think it's the first time we've spoken since the New Year's hit. But um, I will just say my professionalism during a commercial break this morning 100% went out the window (laughs) as I jumped up, fist-pumped, I think I twerked, and I may have did, done an old uh, Uncle Luke thrust of some sort uh, as Josh Gaddis was shown the door. Uh, the best part about this for me is he is now the second Miami coach who has blocked me on social media, and shortly thereafter, they were shown the door. So, Josh Gaddis, you are now the Al Golden of overpaid assistant coaches. Wow. <laughs> John, is it – because this happened like one year – uh, we had it down here with Flores with the OC. When you fire a guy after one season, is it a knock against Cristobal that he hired the wrong guy, or is it a plus that he figured it out and fired him as soon as he can? Uh, both. Um, you know what, Channing? I you know I obviously didn't like the offense that Miami had this year when you averaged 23 points a game and 19 points a game against Power 5 competition. We know that it didn't go well. But I, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I was excited a year ago getting the Broyles Award winner. I thought this guy coming from Michigan, you know, power run game, some spread concepts was going to work out really well. It was very obvious very early on that this was not a good fit down in Miami. And I'm not sure if it was just players, if it was scheme, if it was a little bit of both. So there's an indictment for hiring the wrong guy. But quickly realizing that this isn't going to work because one of the biggest indictments on the program for years, Mark Rick stuck with his son for a couple of years too long. Al Golden kept Mark D'Onofrio for four and a half years too long when we all knew that scheme wasn't going to work. Manny Diaz decided, and one of the few things he did right, hey, uh, Dan Enos is terrible. He's out of here. We're going to go get Rhett Lashley. And we had the two most fun years of offense that we've had in a long time. So I think Coach Cristobal realized this isn't going to work. We're not going to be able to have this stick around. So there was a bad in hiring him, but there was a damn sure a good today when he was no longer employed. Do you have any uh, early ideas on the next OC? Uh, Cliff Kingsbury. Let's. Uh, I don't know. No. Uh, I honestly, I think it's going to be Marcus Arroyo. If I, if we're being serious, he was a guy that was an OC at Oregon with Mario Cristobal, averaged about thirty-five points a game, got the head coaching job at UNLV got let go. He's unemployed. He also is a quarterback coach. I, I, that's the name to me that's kind of been thrown around. 
that I think ends up being the guy. Um, but I'd love to see Dan Mullen, as much as I hate uh, most Gators not named Channing. Um, that guy was an offensive genius. He can't recruit, but we don't need him to recruit. Just go call plays. But Arroyo sounds like the name that makes the most sense. Not splashy and not sexy, but knows Mario well and had some decent success while he was the OC at Oregon. And who do you set at the offense around? Because I don't know Arroyo like that or what he runs, but you have a, a pro-style guy in Van Dyke, but you seem like Ja'Cory Brown. He, he's a he's a athlete. Like who? What do you set this offense up around? A fun-and-gun type thing, or do you want that pocket guy? Me personally, I'd like to go tempo and air raid. It's just, it just doesn't seem like that's Mario's persona. Judging by uh, the way that they recruited – I think you set it up around an offensive line that should be marketably improved from a year ago. You go out and you get uh, Pancake Honcho. You go get Francis Malagoa. You get the transfer from UCF. You get the transfer from Alabama. Zion Nelson announced that he was coming back again today. I mean, to me, you set it up behind a great offensive line. Arroyo, I was reading, because I, you know, I, I try to do some research not just take whatever the internet tells me. Apparently he has ties to Todd Munkin, who's the offensive coordinator at Georgia, the back-to-back national champion. Well, if you watch Munkin, there are spread concepts. There are a lot of things that they will do where it's four and five receivers. There's also a lot they'll do with two or three tight ends and a power running game. So um, I set it up behind an offensive line and hope that the O-line is not as bad or as banged up as it was a year ago. I don't think you can set it up just behind uh, Tyler Van Dyke because hopefully this is his last year and this time a year from now we're talking about him being a first-round NFL prospect. Jakari Brown's completely different, but then so is Emery Williams. Emery Williams, the young kid that they're bringing in as a quarterback, is completely different. So for me, set it up behind the O-line and let everything else fall into place. John Michaels is with us, 680 The Fan in Atlanta. I'll give you one more Canes-related question because I do want to talk about other stuff. Um, but I, Crowder knows, Solana knows. I, I am no longer invested at all in transfer portal signings, transfer portal mm. departures, recruiting five-star, four-star, three-star. The the Cormani McLean stuff didn't move me one way or the other. I my I am emotionless when it comes to the off season now. I just want to see wins during the season on the field. Are you still rising and falling with the offseason stuff? Yes. <laughs> I'm on the phone with you guys because I'm rising and falling <laughs> with the offseason stuff. As much, and Hawk, I'm right there with you. I have bought in hook, line, and sinker to turnover chains, to showing up on yachts, to Mario Cristobal and, and the loafers that everybody likes to take pictures of. Shout out to Ricky who started uh, that whole trend a couple of months ago. I mean, I have fallen for all of it. The binders, the pillars, <laughs> the Mark Ricks. Every year it's the same thing, and I fall into the same stupid trap, and I tell my wife how great we're going to be, and I tell my kids, this is the year you're going to see Miami back to being Miami football. And invariably by about October, I'm pissed off and I'm angry, and I'm screaming and yelling at you guys usually on Mondays after we've been blown out by some team with seven syllables in their name. It's never been good. But, yes, I'm buying back into it. Josh Gaddis is fired. Season ticket office. Call me. Let's go. Let's get the tickets going. Let's set things up for next year. I've got a trip down there for Clemson. I've got a trip down there for Texas A&M. 
I'll go to that dump of Tallahassee, the state capital that shouldn't be, and watch us get some get back on on Mike Norvell and his band of merry men, all the twelve year juniors that they have on that football team. So yeah, I'm bought in, hook, line, and sinker. And I, I, you just said it, John. You kind of just running in blind with excitement, but <laughs> <laughs> y'all gave Crystal Ball a lot of money. Are things logically? Mm-hmm. Can you really say things are getting better? Um, yes, because the on the field, no. Obviously, when you go five and seven, and the disaster that was last year on the field, it was not better. But when you start seeing the things around it, uh, the the recruiting class matters. You had a top seven recruiting class, and had Cormani McLean not did the Deion Sanders dance. You had a top four recruiting class. You brought in a bunch of transfers. You got out kids that probably didn't buy into the vision that Mario Cristobal had, and now you're going to have a new offensive coordinator to sell with some excitement. So I do think there's some tangible evidence that the team is heading in the right direction. Obviously, new buildings being built at the University of Miami, and that was one of the things Mario wanted. Mario didn't take this job to say, hey, we're going to have the same facilities you know, that Randy Shannon had 12 years ago. No, we're going to get things upgraded. Dan Radakovich is there to help those things be upgraded. So everything outside of the actual play on the field is a heck of a lot better. But, yeah, I'm running in blind. I've got blinders on. Um, I I think I've got a headband tied around my head. I'm full speed ahead. I don't know who the hell we open with next year. Maybe Bethune. I'll come running down. Actually, it's Miami of Ohio. I'll come running down there. Guns ablazing, me being braggadocious that we're winning 11 games. And these are the off-season lies that are ready to be told. Oh, I'll be the same way before game one. I'm just not doing it. Oh, now. I know you I get, will. I just, uh, I mean, I'll be, yeah, I'll, I'll put on the cheerleader's outfit and all that stuff. Um, there's three things that I wanted to ask John Michaels about. And Crowder, you tell me which is the most interesting. I want to ask him, you know, his winners for Sunday, Bengals, Chiefs, and, and San Fran, Philly. I want to talk a little bit about the heat and Bam out of bio and if he should be an all-star because John, you know, he lives in Atlanta, goes see the Hawks, but he's a heat fan. Uh, and then also, I have read that Whataburger has opened in Atlanta near John. So which one should I go with here, Crowder? Ooh, I got to go Whataburger first, NFL, yeah. because it's play, you know it's Super Bowl time, and then we go Heat third. I, uh, I think that's why we are a match made in heaven. That's my ordering <laughs> as well. So Whataburger, has that opened in Atlanta? Because there was one in Tallahassee. There is one in Florida. <laughs> There's now Whataburger in Atlanta? Yeah, there is. It's in Woodstock, or kind of on the northwest corridor of Atlanta. Uh, when Channing lived here, Woodstock was not considered Atlanta. Uh, it was considered the country, but it is now, I guess, part of the metro areas. The metro area is about 900 miles in circumference. Uh, it did open. There were hour-long lines to go get Whataburger. Here's what I'll say about that. I went to college in East Texas. Whataburger was our after-hours, ah. after-the-club spot. So it wasn't anything that I had to rush to go try because four years in Tyler, Texas, there was only two options after about 3 a.m. There was Whataburger and there was a place called Williams Chicken. Now, as a as a college connoisseur, Williams Chicken was in my price range. And Crowder, you'll love this. So you could get a two-piece dark and a biscuit for 99 cents. Uh, you can imagine the quality of chicken was very low. I was just about to say, what, this, is a, this, is a, this is the kind of chicken you look the other way if you see him on the street. <laughs> look, after you've, had, after you've been to a club called The Outlaw that was $3 to get in and drinks were a dollar, uh, 
the, the dollar chicken was the least of your concern. We also befriended slash flirted with all of the women. And again, you can imagine the quality of women that worked at Williams Chicken at 3 a.m. <laughs> to, to where we could get some free sweet tea or, you know, maybe they'd throw in an apple fritter of some sort. Whataburger was when I'd go to the plasma center and go give $30 worth of plasma and I would have money left over from the club, so then I could go get the $5 combo meal. So Whataburger is a decent establishment. Um, In-N-Out's better. I personally like Checkers better. So Whataburger, to me, when the line gets down to like five minutes, that's when I'll go check it out here in the ATL. Mm. John, did you just say you gave blood to party? I, I just that's I because I want to I now want to abort any question on Super Bowl or NBA and I just want to talk about the plasma center. This is I mean we've stumbled into something great. I'm glad you recognize that as well, Crowder. I I thought it was a club because I was like the plasma center. Right. I've never I, been what, there. I I thought it was going to be like a sports arena, the plasma center, like the American Airlines Center, and then he said. After I sold my plas- plasma, <laughs> I would go get the Whataburger. And I'm like, so now I'm crossing off furiously any question about Bam out of bio and Trey Young and going, hmm, I think we might be on to something here. Uh, so there were, uh, I had gotten fired from Taco Bell for, um, well, let's just say I gave out too much free food to my college friends. And the only way really to make money, because again, Tyler, Texas in the 90s, there wasn't a whole hell of a lot there. The plasma center, you got $30 if you'd go there and give plasma. Well, you could do it two days a week. So we, and I say we, me and a couple of my friends from college had a schedule where Tuesdays we'd go give $30 worth. We'd leave there. And mind you, Tyler is in a dry county. Smith County, Texas was a dry county. We'd have to drive 30 miles to the liquor store. So we'd go straight from the plasma center, go buy liquor, and then on Fridays, we'd give the $30 and, again, straight to the liquor store and then have money to club. So, yes, that was my funding. I still have and I'm not kidding you, uh, in the pits of both of my arms, you can see scars where it looks like I may have done heroin for all the times <laughs> that I get plasma while I was in wow. college. <laughs> this is amazing. This is, is, there, is there any... Is there rules? Was it, did you, is it two times a week, three times a week? I've never heard of this. Yeah, it was two times a week. You could not, and they documented, like you had to go in, give ID. Um, and, and the best part was, I think about once a month, you could, there was something else you could do. It was like a finger stick, and they give you an extra 15 bucks. So there were a lot of ways to make a little bit of discretionary income while we were in college. That is wild, man. Wow. And, and uh, is it more difficult to give plasma than to give blood, or it's the same procedure? Well, you give you take take out a, a lot of blood, like a full, huge bag worth of blood. They spin the blood, and then they take the plasma out of the blood, and then put the blood and like a some type of saline solution back into your arm. Like you can't take that much blood out, or you would probably pass out. So the plasma to give it, it takes about forty minutes, if I'm not mistaken. So you spend some time in there, and you got to remember this was pre cell phone. So you just go in and sit with all the other losers that are sitting there like you. That were good. And let, let me back up and not say that. Most of the people were going in there for good causes. They were going in because they wanted to help the community. And then you'd have a line of us sitting there waiting to go right. to the liquor store and William's Chicken for our 99-cent two-piece.
<laughs> such a great story. It's like it's kind I of a nice thing to baby. do. Yeah, it's kind of a nice thing to do because people obviously do need plasma. But then the reason that he's doing it, I, like how much of doing a good deed, like what percentage did that uh, uh, come into play? Uh, zero. No, zero. So it was all for what a burger and chicken and alcohol. <laughs> yes. And the club. That was, that was you know the what's funny? Uh, you know what's funny, Crowder? My first job in radio, which for a professional job, which was 1991 when I graduated UM, did not pay me that much more than his 60 bucks a week giving plasma. (laughs) (laughs) I was working six days a week, six hour shifts. That was in Belle Glade. Yeah, that was WBGF in Belle Glade. And I was not making that much more than $60 a week. And it was six days a week. And I had to drive from West Palm to Belle Glade. I I probably would have, had I known about the plasma, I may have gone into a whole different line of work. You know my first job in radio, and it's a now defunct station, 790 The Zone here in Atlanta. We got paid a lot of times in gift cards. They'd be like, hey, we got a $25 Kroger gift card if you want to come do this show. Oh, by the way, Saturday you're at the Home Depot. I've got a $25 WIDS gift card. Oh, great. I can go buy a hat. I can't, I can't put gas in my car, but I can go get a free hat from somewhere. It's great. Oh, my God. I used to get, uh, not in the, the station of Belle Glade, but when I started working up in West Palm, they would pay me sometimes in stacks of Roadhouse Grill certificates. And they, they looked like money, but it was only mm-hmm. good at Roadhouse Grill. Like, it, you almost felt like you were getting a stack, but it was only good at Roadhouse Grill. <laughs> my, my, radio, my radio experience is way different than y'all's, too. <laughs> yeah, well, you had, a, you had a bit of a different lineage coming into it than we did. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad. Yeah, I want to hug I'm y'all. The, I'm the college. Oh, I'm the college God. graduate who was giving plasma in college, who had no radio experience, and Hawk had to go to Belglade. Can you imagine Honestly. right now you guys doing a remote in Belglade? I mean, it was crazy because I used to do. There was a place called Foodland in Pahokee, and we would get fifty bucks to go there for four hours. But I would have to drive the van, and the letters were peeling off the van. I would have to drive the van. Then I would have to put the Marty antenna up on the back of the van so that I could do, you know, live cut-ins from Foodland in Pahokee. And so it was four hours, an hour for me to drive to Pahokee, four hours at Foodland of Pahokee, and then an hour to drive back, you know, to, to the radio station and then to West Palm Beach. And I would make 50 extra dollars before taxes for doing oh. that. And then when I'm out there, I got to have lunch, obviously. So I probably, you know, down, you know, six, seven bucks for lunch. And uh, I could have just donated some plasma and I would have been ahead of the game. But man, did I love yeah, the, you, when they gave me the food land and opportunity. Yeah. Had you known me in the mid 90s for, for an hour, I could have made you 30 bucks and you'd have been good. Is that like a hookup if somebody takes you to get plasma? I don't know if there's a hookup, John. Like it, it's not hey, like I got I'm giving you plug? 30 bucks. Who's the plug? It's Dr. You, you, Metzger. He's really good with the plasma. You know the worst part, Crowder? We actually found out from other students who had known that first. They came back and were like, you don't know, we used to call it the 30-30-30. You don't know about the 30-30? And I said, what? What are you all talking about? They said, man, come with us. Going to the plasma center. I said, what in the hell is the plasma center? And That's the so worst great. part, and you wouldn't know, judging by all the tattoos I have on my body, 
I am deathly terrified of needles. Like, I hate, to this day, giving blood kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies. So to sit in there for an hour with a needle hanging out of my arm, this machine sucking the blood out of me, knowing that I'm going to get a 20 and a 10, I'm going to go buy some Mr. Boston's (laughs) vodka because you could get a gallon of that for $8 in a plastic jug. We would go to to KFC and go get the fruit punch out of there because you could get one of those big gallon cups for a dollar. And that's what I would mix liquor with and then now try to go to the club and have a coherent conversation with somebody. It was the dumbest idea ever. That's so great. All right, we ran out of time, but it was very uh, well worth it. John Michael, 680 The Fan in Atlanta. Real quick, uh, who wins Bengals Chiefs? Uh, I'm going to take the, the Chiefs. I'm riding with Patty Mahomes. And who wins the uh, 49ers-Eagles game? As much as this game. I, I, I root for nobody because Kyle Shanahan screwed me out of the Super Bowl and I hate everything from Philadelphia. I'll take the Eagles. Better O and D line. I like how he has sports memories that he never, you know, he never wavers from. So if someone did him wrong at any point during his life, he will never root for anything associated with that person ever again. Makes me laugh. Never. John Michaels, 680 The Fan Atlanta. Follow him on Twitter at John Michaels U. Thank you for regaling us with some good stories, man. Go to the Plasma Center. (laughs) <laughs> listen if i keep gambling the way i keep gambling you might Hell see you. me there <laughs> might be 60 bucks now <laughs> we'll see you john all right guys. there you go john michaels let's take a break we'll come back with more hockman and crowder we apologize this is the hawk and crowder show but punt hawk and crowder we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds what could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds let odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs advertise with odyssey visit ads.odyssey.com 